you will drive us. Welcome to Who Weekly, the podcast where you'll learn everything you need to know about the celebrities you don't. I'm Bobby Finger. I'm Lindsay Weber. And Lindsay, do you know what Alex Rodriguez's daughters call his girlfriend, Jennifer Lopez? What do they call her? It's Jennifer. It's Jennifer. This was a really funny Us Weekly reveal. Really, really good. Like they were like, what do A-Rod's daughters call J-Lo? As if it was going to be like J-Lo or if it was going to be like something like mom, mom. Yeah, mom. They th- you thought it was me, mom, didn't Jenny. you? Well, I don't, I don't know what I expected, but I didn't expect Jennifer. Jennifer. It's an exclusive, exclusive. Jennifer. Alex Rodriguez reveals what his daughters call girlfriend, Jennifer Lopez. It's or Jennifer. Like something cute. You know, something like, like. JJ. Mom, J. JJ. Mommy. Low, or they just call her Low. Jenny, Low. that'd be kind of cute. Lola. Mom, Mommy Jenny or whatever. I don't know. Mommy Jenny. I don't know. I mean, his daughters are like older. I mean, not older. They're like eight or nine or ten. Like yeah, or they're 13. not babies. They're, they're like babies. they're they're like tweens. So they're children. They're not out here calling her like mommy or Lolo or whatever. <laughs> they're calling her Miss Jennifer or whatever. <laughs> they're just calling her Jennifer. If JLo was my like maybe stepmom to be, I would just like not call her anything. I would just like n- <laughs> not. I would just be like, hey, like I don't uh, like I don't. I would I would love to call her Jennifer. If Jayla was your stepmom to be, she like shows up. She's like hotter than you. Every headline about her is like how hot she is for her age. You're like, I'm 14 and like never, you know, like never going to reach that level. Like I don't. This is insane. Like bye. I guess. I love imagining, uh, like Instagram isn't real, but like I love imagining her version, like a remake of Stepmom with Julia Roberts and Susan Sarandon. But it's Ugh. just like nothing goes wrong. It's just like. <laughs> She shows up and they're all like, we love you. <laughs> and she's like, call me Jennifer. <laughs> I don't even remember who my other mother is. It's funny because I also don't even remember who their other mother is either. Cynthia Skirtis is the is the mother. What's funny is it says, um, I love when these headlines come from like events that are just like, they get him on the red carpet and they ask him like one question and then like Alex, it gets to be. Alex. So it says, we still use first names. It's still in style, Rodriguez told Us Weekly at the Jeep Wrangler Celebrity Customs Reveal event <laughs> in Los Angeles on Tuesday, September 25th. But then look at this caption. They missed, they put a, an additional descriptor in the caption, but not in the actual text. Alex Rodriguez attends the Jeep Wrangler Celebrity Customs Reveal event at Optimist, Optimist Studios on September 25th, Optim- 2018. At Optimist Studios. At Optimist That's because somebody from Optimist Studios called and was like, um, hello, it's Jennifer from Optimist hey. Studios. Would you mind adding you a can call me Jennifer. that this occurred at Optimist Studios? Thank you so much. Anyways, that's how your sausage is made, in case you haven't been figured that out after listening to 400 episodes of Who Weekly. <sighs> now, I'm just, now I'm just looking at, I'm just scrolling down, and there's some Us Weekly things that I missed, like, Zoe Deschanel reveals why cooking with her kids is the perfect bonding experience. I can't. She. I didn't even know she had kids. <laughs> I forgot she had kids. I didn't even know she had kids. Okay, it's let's... like cooking with someone else's kids. I don't know. Oh, my God. Here we go. Okay. What's What's the first call? Comments? We have comments. Comments. A few. So Dunkin' Donuts isn't obvious them, but what about their new name that they're changing it to? Just Dunkin'. Is that a who or a them? Hey, Thanks. Bye. <laughs> is Duncan a who or them? I think of them. I kind of think it's a who. Is that weird? 
So like, yeah, okay, maybe. Yourself. I think that's surprising. So like Dunkin' Donuts is a them. Like Dunkin', which is what people have been calling Dunkin' Donuts for a long for- time, or as Boston people call it, like Dunks or Dunkies. <laughs> I know it's oh, a- makes you like wretch. Oh, that's what Boston people call it? Dunkies? Yeah. Dunks. Dunkies is what like my mom sometimes call it. I'm like I'm like second I'm like second or third gen Boston or whatever you would be. So I call it like Dunkin cuz I like have a refined palate, but like my parents definitely call it like Dunkies or Dunks sometimes. My mom who's definitely listening to this is going to like text me and be like, "We don't." <laughs> So what? <laughs> your dad, your poor dad. Whenever we were at your house, dunks, dunks. Anyone? And he was like, dunks? he had his like Nespresso machine and like some milk frother that Lindsay had warned me about. Like he's obsessed with this Nespresso maker and this milk frother. Yeah, and he I loves go downstairs it. and he's like, hey, but I, I can't do his voice. It's like I'm gonna make you a coffee. Like I'll make you a coffee. I make a good coffee. I'll make you a coffee. He does. And the, I was like, he makes a good coffee. I'll make you. I'll use my. I'll use my machine. I'll make you a coffee. And I was like, no, we're gonna go to Dunkin'. I felt so bad i like i felt like i offended him but we had to go to yeah, Dunkin'. but usually i like drink the coffee and then i go to duncan but i but ever since the coffee machine it used to be like we'd like wake up and then like someone would go to duncan so it's like kind of the coffee machine is kind right of put a house. wrench in things right okay. and then i once complained about it my dad was like do you know how much less this coffee is than the dunk and i was like are you really comparing like the price of coffee like <laughs> to dunkin donuts like it, it's negligible Anyways, i think it's a them I don't know. We have to come to an of, agreement, but it's just like Duncan. We all call it Duncan. Yeah, but I kind of feel like Duncan, the shortening of Duncan Don't is like is like a hooey, like a hooey thing. It's uh, I'm I'm now I'm just trying to I'm trying to approach this like academically. What are some other instances of brands shortening their names? So there's Kentucky Fried Chicken changed to KFC. Which is a similar situation right, people, because it's just using the term that people call it anyways, but also it works as a rebranding thing. And it's like, we are hip now. We're cool now. I just don't think enough people were calling Dunkin' Donuts just Dunkin' to, that like this switch is going to take more than more than the expected people by like surprise. So, like it's more like you have to go with the time. So if enough people were saying KFC instead of Kentucky Fried Chicken, then they're like, we might as well just change our name to that because enough people are using it. Right. But Duncan's kind of like been dealing with this for a while because they introduced like flatbread sandwiches like a long time ago now. Like well, I still remember when they introduced bagels to Dunkin Donuts. It was like oh, bagels. Well, I'm still I'm still saying everyone I know calls it Duncan. I just think we're no, we're northeast. So I'm just trying to think about the global scale of Dunkin Donuts. Yeah, I mean, it's it's highly concentrated in the northeast also. It is everywhere now, right. but it is highly concentrated here. For those familiar with Dunkin' Donuts, definitely Dunkin' is not a big deal. It's definitely a them. But for those like who have less Dunkin' Donuts in their lives, I just feel like Dunkin' is like a big jump. But there's just not – I don't think it's much of a jump. It's just like what else is <laughs> – what else in this culture is even remotely close to Dunkin'? I mean, I'm just making the argument You're to make the argument, but I will Duncan say I do love that they think this is going to make people buy their like flatbread sandwiches, like their tuna fish sandwich. They like, go to Dunkin' and be like, mm, tuna fish sandwich. Yes, please. I'm at Dunkin'. They don't donuts is out of the name. So like I could eat the tuna fish. I know fast food eggs are like a thing everywhere, but Dunkin's fast food eggs are like wild whenever <laughs> when they like that are good. I think they're fine. 
but it's just like oh, the way they cook them. They're already cooked. Like the fried eggs are already cooked in those drawers that they have. You know those. Yeah, drawers they love they those have? drawers. And they pull the yeah, drawer out, and there's just like an egg that's already cooked, and you're like, "Where did this egg come from?" But it's a good egg, I think. I mean, I've eaten the Dunkin' food like when desperate, but like even as a Dunkin' stan, a true Dunkin' head, I the coffee. It's like you gotta stick with the coffee. I only the food I. Yeah, if I'm desperate, I will get one of those like AM wake up wraps or whatever. But I yeah. do. I must say, I love their hash browns. Their hash browns. Their hash browns are good. Most fast food hash browns are yeah. good. Their hash browns are good. I will say they tried to remember <laughs> they tried to introduce those like donut fries and everybody was like, we don't want those. We don't want those. And you dip them. No, thank you. It was like a nobody it was like wants a dunkaree. these. No, dunkaroo. They're still dunkaroo. trying to. They're still trying to push them. It's like push the tuna sandwich. That's gonna get a better oh, response I a tuna than like sandwich these. At Dunkin'. It was fine. <laughs> that's like what they're gonna put on their new advertising materials like i had a tuna sandwich at dunkin it was fine <laughs> we were Lindsay and i were in savannah with all of our friends over the weekend and we went to this like i don't know sort of bougie truck stop it was still a truck stop but it was near our airbnb but it was sort of nice like they had kombucha and like craft beer it wasn't a truck stop. It was a converted gas station into like a bougie it's a, grocery it's store. It's a brand. That brand is like a brand of like gas stations. And okay, that's but like no the trucks one. were stopping there. Anyway. They barely had room in their in their. Anyway, everyone home. got you know like water or chips or whatever. <laughs> and then Lindsay, and I, Lindsay and I got. We found we found the refrigerated food section. I got. Oops. <laughs> I got a carton of deviled eggs, made the day before. That didn't stop me. And then Lindsay got a tuna sandwich on white bread. Everybody's like, okay, what snacks did you get? And everyone's like holding up like chips to share and like this to Zaps. share and this. And I'm like, anybody want some like tuna sandwich? Like on <laughs> Bobby's like eating, delicately eating like deviled eggs that have been like sitting out for days. Okay, like, one day. The- <laughs> We're moving on to the next call. How are we 11 minutes in? Hey guys, it's your self-appointed Dancing with the Stars correspondent. And I'm watching the show so you don't have to. But I've watched it for years and I have to say this is the hooiest season yet. I truly did not know a single person except for our girl Tanache. And I just watched the first episode, and she did amazing. I was kind of worried because her partner is this guy, Brandon, and it's his first year as a pro. And I feel like usually when someone's in their first year, they give them, like, a pretty who's, like, not that great, not going to go that far because it's like, oh, like, you're in the pros now, so, like, you're good. You're not going to last. But he was great, and she was great. Like, they had amazing chemistry. Like, I think he's a really good choreographer, and he's going to, like, do great things with her. And she, of course, has some natural talent, of course. Like, all the singers and performers, like, they always have a leg up on the competition. And the competition is pretty weak this year, so I kind of think she could win. And I'm pretty sure she got, like, the highest score of the night or one of the highest scores. Like, she got an 8 out of 10, which is pretty rare. And they just did a great job, and I'm really excited to keep watching and root for her because I kind of have to because I don't know anyone else. Um, all right. Bye, guys. That's my attitude. Tanache's definitely the ringer. Like, like it, everyone's kind of aware of that, which kind of makes me think that they might try and, like, sw- they, they might want an underdog to come in and, like, take that from her is what I'm saying. They might try for Maybe, that. But that's what I'm I think also don't forget um, Dancing with the Stars, as someone reminded me, has a voting component. So like you can't just win based on talent. Yeah. But if if people like her, that's that's only gonna work in her favor. And I think she's likable. 
I think so too. There was another girl who did a dance that did really well too that was surprising. Alexis Ren, that model. model. She was like shockingly good. She did one. Was great was they made Tanache dance to the jive. Mm -hmm. That was like her first dance. And the song they made her dance to was Megan Trainer, a cover, sorry, excuse me, a cover of Megan Trainer's I'm a Lady from the Smurfs movie. So it was just like extra and like everyone had like a theme based on like their career like grocery store Joe had like bedazzled um, grocery carts and like um, the football guy was wearing like a football thing like everyone had a thing. Tinashe's was just a neon sign that said Tinashe on it. (laughs) Like she, because she, yeah, I can see it in the background. That's good, right? Like she just had that, so I was kind of like, wow, they're really like setting up Tanache to win a little bit. And you're right, she's at a deficit because of her newbie um, choreographer, which is a big deal. They kind of, yeah, they put her, they gave her a little bit of a challenge because he has to like do a lot of the work. Yeah, in terms of she can make up for it. She can make up for it. She has the skill. I mean, I will be watching her performances. Yeah. I don't. I still don't think I can watch this entire no, show. I it's cannot. literally hours long. But I will watch Tinashe's performances for sure. I cannot watch them. And thank God, now that now that we finally live in an age where TV networks have figured out that they have to upload the clips immediately after. Immediately, we're, yeah. we're fine. We're going to be okay. Lindsay, aren't you going to a lot of weddings this season? Yeah, you should know. So many weddings. (laughs) There are so many weddings. It's fully wedding season. So many weddings. It's fully wedding season. Weddings are really fun. I love going to weddings. It's like the only place you can truly like dance. What I'm trying to say is like the problem with weddings. Tell me the problem. If the same people attend all of the weddings that you go to, which often happens, you're like, oh my God, how am I going to serve a new look without breaking the bank? (laughs) That is a big problem, yeah. Because they're going to be like, she's wearing that again. So what I'm saying is like, how do I try all these like new trends? I don't even know if I'm going to like them, but I want to try them and wear them to weddings. And that's why I'm really into ShoeDazzle.com. Have you been to ShoeDazzle.com? I mean, I've been to the website, but I've never bought anything from there. I mean, they have hundreds of shoes, first of all. And they also have accessories, boots, booties, sweaters, jeans, etc. Millions of women say that Shoe Dazzle is their one-stop shop for all things trendy, including clothing, accessories, and handbags. So you can get anything there, especially for a wedding or a special event that you're like, I'm not quite sure how to dress for this. I definitely don't have it in my closet. Mm-hmm. You can shop as a guest or become a VIP. VIP save 30% off most retail prices all day, every day. Plus, they get free shipping and returns. When you visit the site for the first time, you can take a style quiz. So Shoe Dazzle can personalize your shopping experience because they have a ton of stuff. So they kind of like mine it down for okay, you depending on helpful. what you're looking for. Don't forget to select VIP membership at checkout. It's a flexible membership. So each month you can choose to shop or skip. Shoe Dazzle releases hot new styles every week. So you'll never wonder, what should I wear again? If you go to ShoeDazzle.com who right now and sign up as a VIP, you'll get 50% off your first order. Well, wow, that's half off. That's shoedazzle.com slash who to get half off everything on the site. That's shoedazzle.com slash who to get half off everything on the site. Do today, shoedazzle.com slash who. So the Daily Mail reported that Shia LaBeouf and what's her name? FKA Twigs? Twig? Twigs? Are dating. And they found this out because... <laughs> She spoke to them through the intercom at her home, and she said, we're very happy. We're having a nice time. What? 
how did this happen? What is going on? Who is Shia LaBeouf's wife? And why did her and Robert Pattinson break up? Okay. Bye. The first thing about this that I thought was interesting was people, the person who asked in the call, like, why FK Twigs and Robert Pattinson broke up. And I always assumed that it was like because he was like too famous or he mm-hmm. his the attention that he got was just so crazy and just like too much for her to deal with. And she's not like that. Right. Well, that's what we kind of see her as being. But yeah. that's why it's so surprising that she's kind of just like doing it again. Because Shia LaBeouf if, if, is anything but like subtle like he's also like a big movie star who people pay attention to in the paparazzi yeah, but love. it's like a different category of stuff like they're both like they're both a little stranger like robert pattinson is way more mainstream than the shia labeouf you know it's true but it's just like the paparazzi also love shia buff labeouf whatever because he is weird and but we will say the the, the breakup between fk twigs and robert pattinson was like seems to have been like pretty tame like no drama at all. So yeah, they kind of just maybe she's it. just moving on. Maybe she has a type. Maybe they are more alike than we can even believe. You know. The other thing is like when you see pictures of two celebrities together, and then you learn they're moving on a working on a movie together. It has it's hard to be like oh they're dating because mm-hmm. it's very very likely they're literally just working on a movie together. So to f- the fact that this was confirmed, and we'll get to that in a second. The other thing was everyone who saw this, or at least I did, was like, isn't he married? Which is weird because like I knew he was married. He well, we talked about it. Yeah. He married, he quote unquote married this woman that he worked with on Nymphomaniac like in Vegas and there were photos of it of course in the tabloids. But I guess they weren't actually married because the Daily Mail, although they won't say why they say why they're doing this, puts wife in quotes. Because it sounds like they weren't really legally married, it was just a normal breakup. It was just a breakup. They broke up. So, but th- but my question is, it's very easy to find a marriage certificate. It's just weird that they're not like saying there's no marriage certificate. They didn't even bother to look. They just assumed they weren't married. Well, it's specifically weird for the Daily Mail to not look for a marriage certificate when they did as much as going to FK Twigs' house and buzzing the intercom. Right. So this was the other part where the Daily Mail, the the the, only, the confirmation we have of this relationship is because the Daily Mail went up to her house, buzzed the intercom, <laughs> said, hi, are you, <laughs> hi, this is UPS, are you dating? And she said, apparently, quote, we're very happy, we're having a nice time, which is not yes or no, FYI. So everyone with that, it's like, oh my God, they confirmed via intercom, that's so funny. Well, the Daily Mail has since amended this story. It now says, the same story now just says, um, a source close to the British singer Twigs, 30, confirmed today that the pair were dating and said that they were, quote, very happy. So it And you like- know that us, the people who quoted the Daily Mail did not amend their quotes either. So now it exists in like 45 places as like yeah. having FK Twigs giving. Everyone was like, they confirmed over intercom. Right. But now the original story has been changed. So the intercom part is still sort of in there. They even took the word intercom out of the story. And they said that they spoke to someone who called them very happy. So it's like, what did this email from FK Twigs or Shia LaBeouf's publicist actually say? It could have been a denial, but it wasn't. So if anything, it makes me believe the relationship is legit. Well, it's, it's weird because like, it's just like someone wrote back and said, okay, whoever you spoke to over the intercom was not FK Twigs, but we can confirm the relationship they are happy <laughs> or something because they're not retracting was- the con- confirmation of the relationship. Yeah, but and but they did rec- they did retract the intercom detail. So like, did they talk through an intercom? Who did they speak to not? over the intercom? They didn't even say. They said they spoke to FK Twigs over the intercom. Then they said, with the same quote, a source 
but they took out the intercom. So I'm saying to you is who did they speak to? Mia Goth? I don't know. Who did they speak to? <laughs> FK Twigs' assistant? I have no idea, but it's just funny that it's like we don't know who they spoke to. At one point, know. somebody buzzed the intercom and said, hi, are you dating? Also, you have a package or something. I guess it surprises me that TMZ isn't buzzing like Leonardo DiCaprio's apartment more often. It is brave, and it's very Daily Mail to do the most matter-of-fact thing in terms of their reporting, which is literally just to go buzz, because I just had a thought. Remember when they checked the mailbox on Wendy Williams' like husband's like <sighs> girlfriend, like, their secret mistress, house? Alleged yeah. mistress. They like, looked in the mailbox, and it said, like, mistress and Wendy Williams' husband's house. And it was like, oh, we found it. And it's like literally just a picture of the mailbox. <laughs> Daily Mail is very good at like just getting to like the point. You know, they just like know how to get the, what they need. It's like, go buzz the intercom. Go buzz the intercom. Okay, next call. Hi, Weekly. I was hoping you could speak to the instant zemness of Gritty, the new Flyers mascot. I never thought I'd be calling about sports, but this is 2018 and every day is a hellscape. Um... He is terrifying, and I love him, and he's a coked-up combo of the Babadook and Animals and the Muppets, and I'm very confused. Uh, please help. Love you. Good form, Bill Thorne. Bye. The scholar is correct. <laughs> he's... What? I can't look at his face without laughing. Instant themness is correct. Gritty came out of nowhere. Gritty did not exist until, like, Monday or Sunday of this week. I actually thought that Gritty was, like, found footage. Like, is he not? <laughs> he's not. It says... So it says that he was... Lindsay read the origin story and thought it was real. So, I mean, I didn't get that far, but it does say the team <laughs> says that Gritty was recently found by the team uncovered during a large-scale construction and renovations currently taking place at the Wells Fargo <laughs> Center. I, like, believe that to be true. Like, that could happen. Lindsay watches. You watch the opening of Jumanji, and you're like, wow, they found this game, like, in the in the okay. middle of a construction zone? It's really interesting There's to me. There's definitely a difference. I don't think that Gritty's haunted, but he could be. I'm just saying, like, if you're going to set up some lore that you found, like, some old mascot in the renovations of an old uh, hockey rink, I would say, like, that could happen. That could happen, but it didn't. So Gritty is <laughs> the Philadelphia Flyers' new mascot. He appears to have been created from the ground up to be a viral sensation, and they achieved... Um, in every possible way, Gritty was, um, please welcome to the stage. <laughs> um, it's true. Gritty was welcomed to the stage earlier this week and instantly the internet fell in love with him. He's like, Gritty like exactly kind of like- could be a drag queen. Like if someone, if a drag queen like showed up dressed as Gritty, everyone would be like, Slay, oh my God, Gritty. Like we love you, Miss Gritty. Like Gritty would like take over. If Gritty could like do a death drop, Gritty would like be win drag race. There are drag queens a- that look like Gritty. Okay, go ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean, the caller's description, you do have to see a photo of this thing because it really is. It's gorgeous, but it's also incredibly scary, but it's also just stunning. If a drag queen had googly eyes, a squeaky belly button and hands, as well as the ability to blow smoke out of her ears, are you kidding? She would win drag race. Like, she would. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Gritty is really the best. So I know that Gritty is pandering. Like, Gritty is pandering to the internet, but guess what? It worked. So... He was introduced on Monday. Everyone loved him. He fell on the ice. And, you know, we all love it when we watch videos of people fall. That made him even more endearing. He broke the internet. He took a photo, like, in doing the Kim K champagne paper toast thing. And, like, people loved it. Yes. Gritty has a squeaky belly. So anytime someone interviews him, like, and squeaky hands, they, like... They shake Gritty's hand and it makes like a dog chew chew toys. I squeak, hate it. And it's Gritty also so does funny. look like Animal if Animal had sex with the Babadook, which is like two very viral things for us, like a nostalgic reference and a, a meme. Like we love Just, Babadook, the meme, and we also love Animal, the yes, Muppet. Yes, Caller, that description is the best description I have seen. It's true. All week of Gritty. Um, Gritty's like so, terrifying. 
because it's a new mascot and they have to like introduce him to the world, they gave him a backstory. And the backstory is that while they were renovating the Wells Fargo Center, which is where the Philadelphia Philadelphia Flyers, Pittsburgh Flyers, doesn't matter, some Pennsylvania hockey team flyers perform um, or perform play oh my god you are like (laughs) like really when the hockey players perform yeah i don't um, even know where you're coming from here yes they found him like somewhere but they didn't is what you're saying we already went over this they didn't you don't have to just had to give him an origin story so he's like this like anonymous like vaguely subterranean creature that's fine who Who loves hockey and knows how to skate kind of yeah and he's great so just just google gritty he's everywhere he is everything coming soon to drag race he i mean honestly like he's a star he can compete are you gonna go see a hockey game so you can see gritty perform will i probably not but am i considering it yes you would that sense he is um the most intelligent thing the smartest move hockey has made Probably in recent memory. Also, there's no I've way. Never thought about hockey. There's no way that it's a new thing. There's no way that it's a new thing to viralize your mascot, like to mm-hmm. to to design a mascot like in the name of the internet, like to think about the internet when you make a mascot. And yes. if and if like that's definitely happened before. Are you kidding? Yeah. Yeah. But can you recall something that was as successful as Gritty? Well, Gritty only has been out for one day. Try successful. Like, Gritty has to actually draw people to the Wells Fargo Center. I mean, I'm never going to forget Gritty. I don't know about you. Um, next call. Hi, Who Weekly. Medium time, medium time. Um, who is Tori Lane? And are they a man or a woman? I feel like I've seen the name a lot in, like, R&B and hip-hop, but, like, haven't listened to the music and can't be bothered to look it up. So, like, I guess man or woman is, like, the, the main part of my question, but also, like, who are – is he, she? I don't know. This is probably a really, like, bad call. Um, good form, Bella Thorne. Bye. Is Tori Lanez a man or a woman? Is Tory Lanez a man or a woman? Tory Lanez is a man. He's. I mean, the caller. We're Moving done. On. <laughs> Moving on. No, there's more to Tory Lanez. Tory Lanez is actually like way more prolific than I expected because I was like, who is this person? But turns out he's everywhere. Lindsay, you were more familiar with his like breakout single than I, I was. I really but... liked that song, Say It by him. It samples uh, If You Love Me. Uh, that old song is like, Say It do it you know the song he really is this song where he like raps over that and it's actually really good and i remember when everyone it came out it, it was a big deal and everyone loved it i kanye was obsessed with it Aaron kind of, ed sheeran released a cover of it which is a nightmare right he's kind of been everywhere since but i don't i can't like name a song that he's done since that but i know that his name is he i know i know that he's been everywhere and he like he went on tour with justin bieber back in the day he turned down an xxl cover a freshman cover like he's definitely like unknown thing and people work with him a lot um you're gonna have to do more than just you're gonna have to do less for you some mama you know always want you to you're gonna have to do more than just you're gonna have to do less for you some mama you know He's known for having like short-lived feuds. Like his feuds don't last long. They're, he always puts it into them in a way that I think is like very funny and like endearing. Because he's feuded with Travis Scott. He's feuded with this rapper named Jacques. The best part about these feuds is when people write about them and have to describe them like in a way. So it says, 
The tweet wasn't convincing to Lanes, who responded to Jacques. Is it Jacques or something? I think Jacques. It's like Jacques, but with an extra sure. E. Sure. With two choice with two choice emojis. It doesn't say which ones. Jacques took Lanes' emoji response as an assault, and he went on to call Lanes a peasant and a watermelon head ass. Jockeys did, however, take the time to compliment Lane's penmanship, though he implied that Lane's vocal talents are not up to par with his own. Okay, so this is like the most insane description of a feud, which maybe did make sense when it was happening, but now just sounds like somebody calling someone a peasant and someone else saying, uh, but I love your penmanship. You know, like it doesn't <laughs> they make squash any their sense. They they squashed their beef and now they're going on tour together. Similar stories have happened between like him and Travis Scott and Drake where it's like he starts feuds. They're very public. They're like blogged about. And then he's like, no, we're friends now and we're actually going to like record right. music together. Can I go off on a um, tangent for a minute? Because I've like a had tangent. a problem that I feel like you would have also noticed is have you noticed that there are like there's another song called Drew Barrymore on the radio? Yes. Like there are now two Drew Barrymore songs that have happened in the past like maybe year. Year and a half. Um so the first one was SZA's like this album SZA. came out last summer, right? Right. Her album mm, came out last maybe summer? the yeah. summer before. Was it last summer? Last spring. Oh my god. Maybe last spring. We're dying. I can't. We're so old. Okay. It's it came out a while ago. It was about it was called Drew Barrymore, but it wasn't really about Drew Barrymore. It like <laughs> kind of like alluded to her and then she was in the video. Mm-hmm. You know, this song right. I'm hearing on the radio and I'm like, this song is actually about Drew Barrymore. And I just looked up the lyrics and it literally has Drew Barrymore references in it that I feel like our audience would appreciate. Do you want me to read you the verse? Because yes, it's please. insane. Wait, who is the singer? Bryce Vine. So it's, it's by Bryce Vine. And you have to play this too. Like, obviously, okay. as I, you know, whatever. The chorus is, um, the chorus is, because you're the next Drew Barry and I want more. Because you're the next Drew Barry. I want more. Who will be the next? Who will be the next musical artist to release a song called Drew Barrymore? It's I so weird. Why do we we have two songs? Like someone called. Has anyone oh. told Drew Barrymore? Hi guys. Lil Xan overdosed on hot Cheetos. Good form, Bellator. So Lil Xan overdosed on Cheetos. We talked about him a few weeks ago because he was dating Noah Cyrus, and then they broke up. <laughs> we also They're wrote, still broken. We up. wrote like a thousand words on their perfect relationship, and then they broke up. Yes, they are still broken up, but um. He's has not broken up with his one true love, which is hot flame and hot Cheetos. He apparently ate so many flame and hot Cheetos that he went to the hospital. He was taken to the hospital in an ambulance. I mean, um, I've seen like 45,000 episodes of Grey's Anatomy, and now I've seen about like 50 episodes of The Resident, and this has not happened. So um, I'm saying just like... There's only one episode. Isn't there only one episode of The Resident? One? It's been on for a season. Oh, I thought it was brand new. Oh, no, that's the other one. New that's Amsterdam, new Amsterdam new which one. I'm also going to watch, which I don't think has a Hot Cheetos reference either. What I'm saying is if you're a doctor, can you just call and tell me like if you can puke blood after eating a lot of Hot Cheetos? I don't think you can. I love I love that New Amsterdam as a show starring the new like dude. Is who like is a response he? To, I don't know who he is. We should. It's like Riggs. What's his name? Excuse me. Riggs? His name is not Riggs. It's like B- Billy Riggs. It's not Billy. Are you talking about in real life or? Yeah, in real life. His name is Isn't Ryan Eggles. Eggles. I knew there was a double G. His I knew there was a double G. Riggs. Hey, come on. His come on. Is, his name is Riggs. Come on. I tried. His name his is Ryan Eggles. His name is Eggold. Ryan Eggles. And he's he, cute. What's he in? He was on The Young and the Restless, Entourage. Oops. Uh brothers and sisters and veronica mars oh i remember him on veronica mars i don't remember what I he don't. did but i remember him on it he also was on 90210 i guess it's funny to me that doctor shows are back to being about 
men because we because we have we have the good doctor and we have new amsterdam and it's sort of like we tried like private practice and gray's anatomy and the resident and it was like women are the doctors women are the doctors and then these other networks like no 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 no, it's back to the men also unrelated tangent but can you you can name name all the shows that have good the good in the title it's actually mind-blowing the good wife the good fight the good doctor the good place good the good place um that's it. The good. There's more, I think. <laughs> Anyways, that's a lot. I'm just saying that's a lot. Are you not impressed? Fine. The good. The good doctor. The good. One. Okay. Guess the order when you type in the good. The good place. No. The good nope. doctor. Then the good yep. place. Yep. Then the good fight. Good no. wife and then the. Good then fight. the the good wife. Then the good fight. Then what? The good. Good. Girl. We missed one. What? The brand new show, The Good Cop. The Good Cop, starring Josh Groban. Josh Groban and Tony Danza. Okay, great. We missed The Good Cop. There are there are so many good shows. That's what I'm saying. Okay, I love that it took The Good Cop for you to come to the realization that I was trying to bring you well, to. Well, you know, it's like, it's like, well, two of them are the same franchise. You've got The Good Wife and The Good Fight. I feel like those count as one. But you've got that, The Good Place, The Good Doctor, <laughs> The Good Cop. <laughs> what other goods do we need? What other professions need good? We need The Good Teacher. We have The Bad Teacher. Yeah, but we need the good teacher. I don't need that show like Boston Public about good teachers. Well, you could just rename every show to be about the good thing. So you could be like, okay, so like what would, um, what's a show? What's a show? Like the good lawyer. We would need the good lawyer. Well, that's actually the good, the good wife or the good fight is about lawyers. What about like, what are other shows that exist that could be renamed? Like the good family could be modern family. The good family. Yeah, the good family. What would Insecure be? Like the good friend. The good friend. The good friend. The good friend. What would the deuce be? Like. Sex and City would the be good the good flicks. the good sex, the, the good sex, <laughs> the good sex with the Golden Girls be the good old ladies, the, the good, good the good women, the good women. Oh, that's we the uh, eh. the good women. You could call a lot of shows the good women. Um, what would <laughs> the good friends would just be friends? If if a show could be retitled the Good Women, it's my favorite show. It's like definitely in the list of my favorite. Right, shows. so it would be Golden Girls is what you're saying. What would, what would the leftovers be? The good. Cult. The goodbye. The goodbye. <laughs> That's good. The goodbye. Also, what the fuck is the good cop? Where did that come from? It's like I, Josh Groban's uh, <laughs> the, the the like nerdy son of Tony Danza, uh, and they're both cops. It's like what the fuck? It's Where funny did this because come from? I was talking about this last night with people. Weirdly, like I've had this conversation, and my contribution to it was. I honestly am surprised that Josh Groban hasn't like had a breakout TV or film thing because Mm -hmm. people like already really love him and he seems to have a good quote unquote good sense of humor. So I'm just surprised that he hasn't had that moment yet. (sighs) Quote unquote good sense of humor. What I love about him is that he's sort of like the uh, nerdy dorky singer Ryan Reynolds. Where it's like kind of, people yes. have been trying hard yes. to give him like a spot yes. in a in another trying. industry, and he can't he can't make one hit. Or he's just like and not like, finding the right thing. Well, he also reminds me of like he's like got a John Mayer ish to him. He's musically talented. He thinks he's very funny. He is somewhat kind of funny. He's not unattractive. Like he, like why hasn't he done? So, you it's know what I mean? also really funny that like. My mom probably considers him like wholesome good boy, but it's like I kind of suspect he's um, like he's kind a of a womanizer. No, he's a total, total womanizer. Yes, yes. Um. So he, but what I'm saying is that's sort of good for Your him. Your mom thinks that because he, he sings like Ave Maria once. You know, my, like <laughs> my mom. My mom refers to him as Josh. 
<laughs> Wait, does he come before Josh? Well, this is Josh? pre-Josh, but like, this Wait, is pre-Josh. Wait, I'm sorry. But, like, Which Josh is more important she, to your mom, Josh Groban? She used to refer to Josh Groban as just like Josh, where it's like, oh, I'm listening to Josh. And it's like, oh. Wait, so now she can't God. refer to Josh Groban as Josh anymore. I think now she can't. Yeah. Wow, that's really disappointing for is her. Is he who were them? We should take this back. He's a them. He's a them, yeah. Oh, God. Josh Groban? I think so. Hi, Hope Weekly. I am just driving back to Rochester from this weekend, listening to the NPR Politics Podcast, and they were talking about the Maroon 5 Super Bowl controversy, which, whatever, like, I agree, they should get some someone from Atlanta, but that's irrelevant. The main point that I have is that none of these people could name a Maroon 5 song and didn't seem to understand that Maroon 5 was still a group, which makes me wonder, is Maroon 5 the band a who? Is Adam Levine, though, a them? Because I feel like he's a them, but does that mean his group is still Huey? Anyway, I'm confused about this. If you could just clear this up for me, that would be fantastic. Uh, Scarjo, Yummy Pop, bye. We're going to play a quick game. There are six. Maroon 5 started off as a band called, what was it called? Maroon 5. Carrie, oh. Carrie Love. Carrie's, Carrie's Flowers. Flowers Carrie's of Carrie. Flowers. Carrie the Flowers. Kara's Flowers. And when they were like babies, they were like 15 years old, 12 years old. And ever since then, they changed the name to Maroon 5. Why? Because there were five of them. Why Maroon? I don't know. Maybe they liked the color Maroon. Maybe it sounded good. Point is, there were five of them. Since they broke out. Well, we all really love the color maroon. Like, what They kind lost of a member and then they added two. So, so there, there are, are now seven maroon? Seven maroons. Gotta it's change maroon your name. Seven. Maroon seven. Only one of them is a them. His name is Adam Levine. You know him. Lindsay, can you name any of the other six? No. Maroon five is them. Adam Levine is them. Maroon seven is not of them. And none of the other members of Maroon five are them because I literally don't know their names. You literally cannot name one name. Just I can like, name think of like the... 45 Maroon five songs, though. I'll tell you that. Oh, they're good. Don't they're challenge good. me. Um, it pisses me off when I hear a Maroon five song because like, guess what? It's going to be good. This love. Remember that song? Huge. Mm-hmm. Me and five viewers going around being like, remember that song? (laughs) Remember when five? Okay, they're playing the Super Bowl. That's why we're talking about this, right? Did the caller mention that? Allegedly. I gotta say, I'm like, I know that people are mad that the that the band that's playing or the musician that's playing isn't from Atlanta, but they never put the person is never from the city. That that would be like a no. That's rare. That would be rare. And also, like the other thing is, like after Justin Timberlake last year, I'm I'm so like bummed about it that I would take anything. That I'm like, okay, Maroon Five, like let's see how you do because it yeah, was know, so but disappointing. Also how pathetic. How pathetic is that? We're like, I know Justin Justin Timberlake was so bad that we're happy. Well, about just Maroon like you 5. know, Jesus. you know how Dan. Okay, so our friend Dan Dario, shout out Dan, who like is is probably the number one Super Bowl halftime expert that's ever existed and will ever exist, you know? He always mm-hmm. like, you know, when this information comes out, I always look to him to be like, what do you think? And like, I just feel like we're all so demoralized by last year, <laughs> you know? Yeah, it was awful. Like, it it, was has awful. it been good since Katy Perry? No. Think. When was Beyonce's? Was that after Katy Perry? No. Oh, uh, uh, was it? Was, it? And then Katy Perry was... No, it was, was before. Perry the it was before one? because remember we had the yeah. food party and then we Katy Perry watched at Lala's. Anyways, but didn't Beyonce go back because it was like Bruno Mars? It was Bruno Mars, Beyonce, and Coldplay. But then that was not like a cohesive performance. I don't think it was still. It was better than Justin Timberlake. Okay, well that's saying Beyonce nothing. showed up. Like Beyonce shows up, it's like fine. So never forget that's Mars, why he fired his publicist was because of his and like. Bruno Mars shitty. is just a good performer. Like you can't. Everyone yeah. loves Bruno okay, Mars. Okay, Bruno Mars was good. You're right, but I just moving on. Wait, <laughs> to what? You have to guess the other six names. 
I don't want to. Okay, fine. Just guess some names. Just figure them out. Okay. Start are there the normal like two. are there normal like man just normal names? Dude names. Just like so like typical just like dude, dude names, names. All of them. Okay. None of them are surprising. None of them be like that's not a dude name. So these just are just like dudes that you like see on Tinder. <laughs> okay. Yes. Jeremy, Justin. No, close. But there's a J. Two J's. Jeremy, Justin, Jack. Nope. Jesse. 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 Do you know what he does? Um. Jesse, no, I don't know what any of them do. Are okay, there no, no. Music, musicians in Maroon guitar. 7? I don't know. Give me another J. Give me another J. JB, like JB, Blake, Jeremy, Blake Lively's daughter. Jesse, Jack. I already said all those. J- Jamie. J- Jamie. <laughs> James. 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 Yes. Yes. You sound like, you sound like the, um, what's it called? You sound like, um, what's the movie? Being John Malkovich. <laughs> Please play the clip. It's really funny. Okay. Please play um, the clip. Give me an M. Two M's. Michael. Mickey. Mackie. Mickey. 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 Okay. Mickey. That's it. Mickey. You know what he does? No. He's the bassist. Okay. Who else? Ma. Ma. Michael. No, I said that. Matt. Matthew. No, Matt. Matthew. Close. Short. Short. No, Matt. 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 Okay. Oh, you can Matt. give me Matthew from. You can give me Matt from Matthew. His name no, is Matthew. Matt. Okay. He wasn't His born was Matt. Matt. Okay. Uh, meh, meh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Also, that was there so obvious. Left. There's a. There's a. There's an S and there's a P. Steve. But the P. Steven. Is, Steve's. No. Steven. No, Everyone I know is named Steven. No. Think of it. No. Everyone you know. Think of the Shout other. Steven. Monos. Monosyllabic. Seth. S name. You know him. Seth. Dude, S- don't Sam. give it away. It's Sam. Sam. <laughs> Sam Ferrar. Do you, you know what he does? You sound like a ghost just whispering names. You don't sound like you're like you just Sam. <laughs> Sam. Sam Ferrar. Sam Ferrar plays from Maroon 5. Um, I love his Wikipedia because it says he plays several instruments. There's no major, main one. Great. Um, he was also in Phantom Planet. Shout out to um, California. California. Shout out California um, and Alex Greenwald, who's still dating Brie Larson. Okay, who okay, else? Okay, one more left. It's a, it's a, what am I trying to say? Initials. What initial, if if a, if a man's initials start with P. You, gave, you basically uh, gave that away. Only one letter follows. PJ. PJ, there you go. PJ. PJ. His name is Paul Morton Jr. Um, he is the keyboardist. Wouldn't it be really funny if there was just uh, a game show and the game show was called Name All the Members of Maroon 5 and it aired every week and they brought in a new person every week and they had to name all the members of Maroon 5. And it was like a 10-minute game show. I mean, it really wasn't a long game show, but like that was the concept and it just was what do you every win? week. You don't even win. You don't win I don't know anything. if I can remember them. You don't I already anything. forgot. I already forgot. Yeah, you name them. P- <laughs> PJ. PJ Morton. Jesse Carmichael. You're I'm looking at the screen. reading I them. <laughs> Mickey, PJ, Sam, Matt, James, Jesse. Uh, PJ. God, it couldn't be any more like men's names unless there was a Steven in there. Like we're missing some other... <laughs> Okay. It's like me learning. It's like me learning how to talk. Like if I had been, uh, like raised in the woods. I mean, you have to play that being John. Malcolm it's very like cool. Nell. Very like Nell. Also, it's how many times Nell. have you referenced Nell in this podcast? A lot. <laughs> I love Nell. Chickadee. I love Nell. Okay, okay. we're done. Um, thank you for listening. 
please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. Follow us on Facebook, on Instagram, on Twitter. Call us at 619-WHO-THEM for questions and comments. And we will see you on Tuesday. Bye-bye. We will see you on Tuesday. It's like me. It's like me if I were if I were a lawyer and I wanted my witness to say something. I'd be like, "You saw him on Tuesday, Tuesday, Tuesday." I saw him on Tuesday. See you on Tuesday. He was he was wearing a blue shirt. Okay, yeah. Okay, bye. You will drive us. They wanna know. Hey. 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 Hey.